Alright guys, welcome to another wonderful and amazing episode of the weekly podcast. Um, I want to go through the business side of things first. If you listen to the podcast, thank you. Please tell a friend. Please give us a rating. Please give us a, a review. Um, reach out, let us know you're there. Help us to, to spread the, the word and help us to find others that would like the podcast and Help us to grow it. Um, you can do a $0.99 cent per month, uh, $4.99 per month, or $9.99 per month. In our show notes through our Anchor, uh, there's an Anchor link in there. Uh, you can also go to the link, uh, our PayPal link. It is um, paypal.me backslash Podcast, and you can donate there to help support this show. I would greatly appreciate it. Anything to help us, and uh, would thank you greatly. A $5 donation, $10, $20, whatever you can afford to do, we would greatly appreciate the help. It would be a tremendous blessing uh, right now for us. Do you ever, um, and and this episode is going to be a little different. I don't don't talk religion, per se, because I feel like everyone can either... um, you know, they have their 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 right to to believe how they believe or believe nothing or or whatever it may be, and I pass no judgment whatsoever on anyone uh, for their beliefs. But I'm going to take a story today out of the Bible and talk to you a little bit about it. It is um, the first murder recorded in the Bible. And I think it's, there's a few, I think it's interesting just to look at it from a perspective, and we'll get into that as we get through the podcast, uh, from from a few different angles. But you know, here lately, as you get older, and this is me talking, not you, but me, uh, my brain starts to think about, and I think human nature, we want to know the unknown. The unknown scares us. What we don't know, what we can't see. And I believe as human beings, that that scares us. And out of all the the creatures on the earth, human beings are the only ones that have a sense of doom, per se. And and what I mean by that is, you know, a dog or a a bear or a cat or whatever, bird, whatever, doesn't fly around knowing that one day it's going to die. But as a human being, we are aware of, of the fact that one day, no matter what we do, no matter how we say it, no matter anything, we know 100% the outcome will be death. And I think sometimes if you sit and ponder on that, and I know it's terrible, but if you sit and ponder on that, it it can kind of start to creep in on you just a little bit and it's like, you know, man, you just want to try to live your best life because life and, and, and what you're doing right now, listening to this podcast, is life. You're living your life. Now, whether you reincarnate, whether you go to heaven, whether you go to hell, whether you go to whatever, so be it. 
But as human beings, our minds can't comprehend certain things. Well, we've made it. We, we've we've talked about already that as human beings, we don't like what we don't know, and human beings can't grasp the concept of infinity or eternity. And you know, think about the the deepest, darkest, most remote part of space, and then keep going forever, and there you have it. Okay. See, my brain starts to shut down when I think of, of, of things like that because I cannot wrap my mind around eternity or infinity. I just can't do it. Like, you know, if you, if you believe in God and you say, okay, God was here, God was always here, he had no beginning, no end, uh, see, my brain starts to shut down. There was no beginning. It was just here. Oh, see, so you wonder, you know, what will it? What is what is life? What 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 is it like? What, you know, like what will it be when you die? And human beings, we think about these things, and hopefully everyone can live a long, prosperous, healthy life and die at a ripe old age of natural causes in your sleep, and that be the end of it. But some, as you've seen in our past previous podcast, it doesn't work that way and they end in murder and tragedy and as you'll hear in this story I believe their blood cries out from the earth to those like you and I that maybe can give a voice lend a hand and help those that have passed on to the other side rest in peace this is the weekly podcast If you have read any of the Bible, you know the story of Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel, Noah and the Ark, and some of the others. But if you're not, that's fine. But if you, I'm going to tell you this story. This story is basically, according to the Bible, in the, in the very beginning of time. You've got Adam and Eve that were created and were in the Garden of Eden and... They made some mistakes, and the fall of man came, and you've got the, the, the tree of knowledge was eaten, and which gives the, uh, gave them the, the knowledge of good versus evil, and so therefore they became human beings. Now, this is, the, the, I'm not, I'm just telling you a story, so I don't want to offend anyone. So, basically what happens is they have, Adam and Eve have two sons, and I will Read part of this to you. This is starting in Genesis 4. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So she's got twin boys. One was the keeper of sheep, one was the tiller of ground. I think that they're making that to say Cain was more of a, a farmer, an outdoorsman, probably a bigger man, and Abel was a more of a smaller, kind of uh, meek type. 
And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought forth of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel he also brought of the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. So immediately we see that the the offering was accepted by Abel from the Lord, and the offering of Cain was not. Now it is said that possibly Cain maybe didn't bring his best fruit, or maybe Cain didn't give a large enough portion. It's showing here that maybe greed kind of stepped in on Cain, and he wanted to keep more of his. You know, somebody been good to you. You've got a lot, you know, and, and you're not willing to give that up. Greed. But Abel, it seems, had probably given the best of his flock, the top number one, maybe gave a little extra, but whatever it was, it was pleasing. Now this starts the turn to where not only is Cain being greedy, but Cain is going to become extremely jealous. And we know in the line of true crime that jealousy and greed is not a good combination. Somebody almost always ends up dead. But it says unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. And Cain was very angry and wroth, and his countenance fell. His, his, his facial expression is just like, what? Anger. So this greed turned to jealousy, and this jealousy turned to anger. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? Why art thou angry? And why is your expression changing? Why is your countenance falling? And here's the, the, the answer. The Lord says to Cain, If thou doest well, like, hey, if you got a lot, and you're doing good, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Basically, if you're doing well, give, show that by giving to others. By, by maybe giving a little bit more, or not necessarily giving more, but giving the best. Hey, you know, you, you, you've got five amazing apples here. Uh, you, you know, and you bring me... Two with worms in I mean, it, just you get my point, what I'm saying. Greed, jealousy, anger. We know the end result. So he basically tells him, you know, if you're doing well, then, you know, it'll be accepted. Bring bring, bring your best. And, well, if thou not doest well, sin lies at the door. And I think what he means by that in this story is the sin of jealousy or, or anger, murder, strife. These things are going to creep into your life and the end result will not be good. Well, what does Cain do? Cain decides, you know what, this it's boiling up in him. He's, you know what, the Lord is not pleased with his offering first because he probably brought the worst of the crop or didn't bring enough, had an amazing crop, and wasn't giving anything to anybody. So his, his greed turns into to jealousy, because now Abel, his brother, has got the blessing of the Lord. 
which in the story is the, the end result. That's what you want. And so his jealousy just just brews in him, and he goes to have a talk with Abel. Well, he goes to meet Abel out in the field where he's keeping his sheep, his flock, and I guess Cain decides that he's just going to rise up against Abel and kill him. And that's what he does. He kills him. It doesn't say he hid his body. It doesn't say he buried him. But it does say no one in the story knows where he is. No one can find him because the Lord comes to Cain and says, Where is Abel thy brother? So obviously no one can find him. So maybe he did bury him. Because he's nowhere to be seen. So does regret or remorse creep in to Cain that he's now murdered and concealed the death of his twin brother? No. He, has, he says this. I know not where Abel is. And then the saying that everyone knows, Am I my brother's keeper? And he knows. He knows. Because this next saying here, it says, the Lord says to Cain, What hast thou done? What have you done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. The murdered, the, the tortured soul here is crying out, his blood is crying out from the ground. I guess that he had been murdered or he had been wronged or, you know, he, I that's where we was getting into that afterlife thing and spirits and, you know, I, I believe in those. I, I do. I believe, I believe things, I believe people can, can, uh, can be in, in areas if there's distress and they're passing I do believe that certain things need to be made right before they can truly rest in peace. And I think this is one of those situations to where Abel's tortured soul is screaming from the ground. His blood is screaming from the ground of his murder. And, you know, it doesn't go into detail about the murder, but just think about that. That his blood screameth from the ground. What kind of murder? What kind of death did he and did he go through? What did Cain do to Abel? How did Cain kill Abel? I can only imagine that it was some kind of bludgeoning or beating and then stabbing, and then it's just a horrific death. And you know it's a horrific death. But it doesn't go into detail, but you can only imagine. How horrendous and 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 bloody and, and just terrible this was. So now we've got Cain standing here before the Lord, and we'll say standing before the law enforcement, or standing before a judge or a jury or whomever it may. This is his judge. This is his juror in this story. So does he does he say, man, you know what? I I, I got I got. You know, I was greedy. I'm sorry. I didn't bring enough. Then my greed, I got, 
I got jealous of my brother because you accepted his offering, and that jealousy turned into anger, then that anger turned into murder. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. There was none of that. There was no remorse in Cain. None whatsoever. So we'll see what happens to Cain. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we're, we're back. I'll tell you what I find just so intriguing about this story is that not only you've got Cain. Cain is the first born into the whole world, the first person born into the population of the universe. And guess what else he is, but only the first murderer. I find that intriguing. So Cain, does, does Cain come and say, I'm so sorry for killing my twin brother, my twin brother? No, he lies. And says, I am not my brother's keeper. What do you want me to do? I don't know where he's at. And how many times has this story been played out in law enforcement? I don't know where he's at. I don't know where she's at. Well, here comes the punishment. And the Lord knows he's guilty. And must he's got to be punished. So now, it says here, Now art thou cursed from the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be in the earth. And Cain says, Lord, my punishment is greater than than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that every one that findeth me shall slay me. He's saying, look, you have put a mark on me that I cannot bear. Anyone that comes in contact with me now will know that not only can I not bring forth crops that I am a farmer, my livelihood is gone, but I am marked a murderer of my brother. Anyone that finds me now will want to slay me. They'll want to kill me. What do you think happens? What's the deal? That's what he's basically saying. What's going to happen to me? Anybody's going to put their hands on me. Now they, they know what type of person I am. They know. They know what I've done. The Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken out on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any man finding him should kill him. There is some grace and some deliverance and some mercy for Cain. We'll be right back. So we find that in this story, punishment was handed out to Cain, and it's punishment that he can't bear. It's it's his it's something that will follow him his whole life. Now, some may say, well, nowadays he would be imprisoned for life and may even get the death penalty. And here we we kind of there is a reference to the death penalty here. I believe. I don't know if you believe in the death penalty or not. I'm not going to get into that. Um, but he's basically saying anybody. 
Well, the, the Lord has shunned him. He is shunned. He is he is cast out. He his hand will not bear another fruit. And to him, that's he's a farmer. It's his livelihood. That's everything. That's everything. Now, I know this may sound silly in, in today's standards of punishment, but we, you know, Cain says to him, "Lord, anybody that finds me is going to kill me," and and his life does have some meaning because the Lord spares his life because. He says, whoever slayeth Cain, whoever comes upon you, Cain, right now I'm telling you, whoever comes upon you and kills you, vengeance will be taken upon him seven times whatever they've done to you. And there's a mark on Cain. And so basically, he was put into uh, not witness protection. He was put into, he was protected. No one could kill him. He couldn't be killed. But yet he was cursed because Cain was the evil one. That's what was from the evil one. That's just what they say. And I guess, you know, you look at murder and you look at all these, these evil things that people do. And people, the only answer get, gets back to, goes back to, your, to the human brain. We can't wrap our, our minds around certain things, so we just have to pass it off as evil. When I think every human being has a potential to be evil, whether you like it or whether you don't. Every human being has a potential of being a murderer, depending on what situation they're put in, whether you like it. Or whether you don't. I think it's about situations we try to keep ourselves out of. I think it's about how we try to live our lives. And people, you hear the comment or the terms high risk lifestyle, this, that. And, you know, and it's about putting yourself in certain situations. You know, if you, obviously if you don't ever go get into a car and drive a car, you'll never be in a car accident. But that's not to say you wouldn't die from some other manner or some other way. Uh, the, the the ungodliness followed Cain throughout his lineage. Whether you believe it or not, Cain, uh, I mean, the, the lineage of Cain to the lineage of Seth or other son, yeah, they're real people. It's just whether or not you believe creation or things like that. And that's not the point here. The point I wanted to make was that the firstborn into the earth is the first murderer on the earth. And I find that intriguing. I find that odd. You know, that jealousy and anger turned to murder, and he, he murdered and concealed his twin brother. And then when he was confronted with it, he didn't, didn't, he, he didn't say, forgive me. He tried to hide it and tried to lie about it. And nowhere in the history have you ever read that he said he was sorry or that he made a mistake or any of that. You can only imagine if his if Abel's blood was crying out from the ground how horrendous of a murder it was. And you can only imagine what type of person Cain is that he can murder his twin brother and not miss a beat. And the only concern he has is I can't bear this punishment. And you see that so many times. You see remorse in 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 uh in people once they're caught, but they're not remorseful for what they've done, they're remorseful for, for being caught. They're remorseful for now, look at the position they're in because of what they've done to themselves. It's never about the victims. And some are. I'm not going to paint with a broad brush. I hate that. But in this story, we have some of the oldest motives that, that have, have stood the test of time. You've got greed. You've got jealousy. You've got anger. And then it turns into him murdering his brother, then he conceals it, then he lies about it, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care. So, 
you can see that not much 2,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, whatever it may be, to today, some of the same humans are the same. We've, we've not evolved much. Technology's changed. But as human beings and human nature, we are, we've been murdering for years. And, you know, obviously, thank God, it's not something that goes on all the time. And I think that you've seen a, a steady decline in just how society has been able to take control through certain, certain things over the years, whether it be through law enforcement, you know, take the Wild West, certain things were done different as of now. And I think gradually with technology and with society, we have slowly, you know, taken life expectancy up and we have taken murders and other serious violent crimes to a new low. I think that this is probably um, one of the least dangerous times to, to live. And you may disagree with that, and I don't, I don't care. You may be right. I'm just giving you my opinion. But getting back to human nature real quick before I end this podcast, and, you know, you ever stop and think about, you know, I think about that, that statement, his blood crying out, what happens when you die? When you die, you know. You think, well, does it just end? Do you, do you, you know, if you're if you're murdered or done wrong, do you? Does your soul or spirit stay somewhere until it can, you know, it can be fixed and everything can be made right, right? Or what happens, you know? And we have a hard time wrapping our minds around the unknown and infinity type, eternity type situations. So just know that uh, take. I just try to take one day at a time and then just enjoy the very blessed day that you have right now. Because we don't know what will happen tomorrow. And we don't know what's going to happen later either. And we're not going to be here forever. That is for certain. This is the Weekly Podcast.